And now, Wolf Bites Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic. All right, guys, so what's up? This is DJ What The Heck here with you, this latest edition of Open Mic. And today, my guest is Artie. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Dude, thanks for having me. All right, so obviously a lot of free time right now. Well, it's, uh, it's like it's a uh, exercise in the coin because whatever I'm doing right now and all the free time that I have, I'm pretty much use it the same way how it's been, I don't know, for the past couple of years. Mm. Uh, we had a pretty uh, interesting thread going on Twitter when uh, <clears throat> I basically said that you know, self-quarantine is nothing new to me because I've basically been doing it for the past three years. So right. I'm uh, I'm ready for this. Like, like I've been preparing pretty much my entire life. So, so you, this is this is nothing new. You were all set, ready to go. I mean, I'm uh, I'm very you know, it's like I'm very sad about like what's gonna go down. Uh, for a lot of people who are going to run out of the business because the stain is, uh, is going to affect the economy extremely mm-hmm. bad. And just like, I, I, I just feel bad for, you know, the people that has to go out like every single day and maybe like, you know, it was like in, in the next like three to four months, like not having a job that upsets me a lot. Right. But uh, everything that I can do right now is just to, make sure that I'm using my time in the best possible way and it's just to, you know, like sit down and make music. Right, right. Plenty of time for the studio. And I guess with the whole coronavirus going on, you've had to like close a lot of your shows or at a minimum postpone. Uh, all of them. All of them? Yeah. All much. of them. Wow. Uh, we have a bunch of the shows here in North America, obviously. Right. Uh, Miami Music Week was uh, the big one with yeah. a bunch of the pool parties and stuff like that, and yep. everything has been canceled then. Yeah, that Boston. was that was a bummer. That was a complete bummer. Um, and so, <laughs> let's take it back just a little bit. With before you got into all the music, you really liked football. Uh, yeah, I mean, since since I was uh, seven years old, pretty much. Right, and you're in. You're originally from Russia, so did you have a favorite team? I do have a favorite team. All right, but it's not Russia. It's not Russia. This is the tricky part. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of uh, AC Milan. Oh, so you're a Milan, which fan. is an uh, yeah, which is an Italian team. Right, right. So then, did you like Zlatan being there now? Uh, well, I do. I did. I mean, because now. Italian league is pretty much like cancel or postpone. Yes, and uh, you know they talking about us like starting it again in May June, which is pretty. Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see what's happening, but yeah, I do like the fact that Zlatan went there because the team actually was performing not that great in the past couple of years. Right. Right. So at least like he's uh, you know his presence definitely makes uh, makes a sort of difference. Yes, yes. It's uh, that's been sad. It's been very 
It's been a very sad couple of years to be a C Milan fan, that's for sure. Yes, especially considering their history. My goodness. All the champions. Oh, yeah. Leagues. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, 10 years ago, it was a completely different team. But then it's like with all the owners being in, uh, with all the different owners when Berlusconi sold the team. And it, it, it just became, uh, I don't know if, I, if I'm allowed to swear, but it became a shit show yes, pretty much. Yes, it did. It did. Do you, do you have any teams in Russia that you tend to follow just because that's your home country? No. No? Oh. I was like, I'm really, uh, I don't want to say I'm indifferent. There's there's certain teams like, I don't know, CSK. Mm-hmm. I do like this team. Uh, maybe Rostov mm-hmm. as well, which is, you know, it's like, it's, 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 frankly, it's just like, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty new team that doesn't have a huge, huge history, but they've been performing pretty well in the past couple of years and uh, they play pretty uh, exciting football. So right. uh, one of those teams that I I would support these teams whenever they play. I, I mean, I frankly support all the teams when they play in uh, European championships, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. including like Champions League and uh, uh, what's the... What's the other name? UEFA, but now they changed the name for something else, so I don't remember. Is it the Europa League? The yeah. Second division? Yeah, Europa yeah, yeah. League. Yeah, there yes, we go. The there second we go. One. Exactly. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank that, you. Yep. Man, we, I, I am a massive soccer, is what they call it over here, but football fan, so I've been absolutely devastated. So many leagues have been canceled recently, or at least postponed. Man, it's it's so sad because like I uh, I basically read the news about football and most of the sports every single day, mm-hmm. and now I cannot do that because there's no news. Right. It's like the only the only news that I was getting last week was that everything is postponed or canceled. Right. Including uh, including European Championship this year. Yep. Which was moved to 2021. Yep. Well. There's one thing that, you know, it was like me and my friends were telling to each other. And I think that was like kind of goes to that applies to everything that ha- that's happening right now. We're in this together. So that's just the way how the things are going right now. So either we can make a difference and you know, try to <clears throat> try to help it and uh you know, it was like push it through and see how the things are going to be in the next couple of months. Absolutely. Everyone's in it together by staying at home and then having plenty of time in the studio. Yeah, but that's been said. It's like I, I, had a, I had a thought for the couple of days. It's, uh, it's just the fact that you have to, you have to have respect of people that needs to go to their jobs daily, live right. in their house, live in their families every single morning in order for us, you know, it's like to go to the store and have the supplies in order for us to go to CVS and, you know, get the mats if we're getting sick. Mm-hmm. And in order if like the things goes entirely sideways, like we're going to the hospitals and, you know, it's like we're still going to get a treatment from the doctors. Right. And they're there so all the time. Anyway. These people are, like are the real heroes right now for sure 100 percent. yes 
Alright, so let's talk a little music, why don't we? So, I'm curious, because when you're first starting out, the name Artie, and then your slogan, there's no party without Artie. What went into the yeah, process? Yeah, that's been made up by the, by the person on the YouTube. Really? Yeah, one of the tracks that came out, it was like many years ago, I think it was like somebody comment, commented this, and it became uh, it became a slogan. And you run with it. I'm, I'm, I, I love that. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't make it. So it was like, whatever, you know, whatever the fans come up with, like, I love it. It flows very cool. well. It flows very yeah. well. Um, it's a little bit, it, it's, it's silly to the point where it's like, I love it. <laughs> a fan That's made up the stuff. slogan. That is great. That is great. Yeah. Um, your debut release, Inside of Me, Flip Flop in 09. Um, when you were first getting going, was there any DJs in particular you really looked up to or wanted to maybe be like? Uh, definitely, definitely Axwell. Axwell. Man, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I don't know, I was like, I had a, I had a, like, the biggest dream of, was like for the for the couple of years when I was starting to make the music because I was like I, I'm still a huge huge fan, but back then I was listening to all of his music and I was thinking of like, man, like it would be so so amazing one day just to see his uh, you know his workflow in the studio just like how he does this magic because I cannot understand it because like there there was so something something special in his music that is like i was just dreaming about was like being in a studio just like you know it was like sitting behind him and see like how exactly he does that mm -hmm. because for me it was like the biggest question and then a couple of years after it uh i think it was like the, the first studio session that we had together was uh in 2012 i believe for 2011 and I was with him in the studio working on a truck together, and I still couldn't figure out how he does his magic. It's so crazy. It's like, the way how he comes up with all the sounds, it's like, it, it, it's pretty nuts. So I never got the answer for my question, unfortunately. Uh, so you're going to have to go back but and I had find a, out. But, I mean, we had, I think, like two or three studio sessions, and I still, uh, you know, it's like I still didn't get an answer. <laughs> doesn't upset me that much though mm. <laughs> so yeah your debut release inside of me when that finally did release was it kind of like just this weight off your shoulders of all right i put my first track out there now we can really crank them out type of thing uh i don't know it's hard to it's hard to remember the way how i felt it back then yeah i mean it's, i what? think it was just like i think it was just I mean, it was very, very exciting for sure because that was the first official release and I was like, oh my God, this is actually happening. And I guess, I guess like the most important thing with this release was the fact that, you know, it was like I've been chasing the dream 
of being, you know, music producers since mm-hmm. I was, I was, I don't know, maybe it's like I started to think about it when I was 14 and that thing happens. And then I like basically got the answer for my question. If I can make it my thing, if I can, you know, it's like leave by the music pretty much every single day. And, uh, you know, it was like make it my profession. And that was the answer for sure. Reaction for your track Bliss being on a state of trance for Armin Van Buren must have been total excitement. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I think it was like Bliss was one of the uh, one of the first records that actually kind of blew up yeah. and yeah. went to like different radio shows. Armin supported, Above Beyond supported. <laughs> And that was my, I think that was the first uh, track on Flash Rover that I signed to. Mm-hmm. Under Alpha 9, frankly. I, I would have been through the roof to hear anything on a state of transformative Van Buren. That would, be, that would have been crazy. This is, this, 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 this is the thing, is like those, those memories are still in my mind, but they kind of, like, I cannot say for sure the way how I felt it back then. But I was very, very excited because I thought it was like, this is the, you know, it was like, this is the top of my, I don't know, like the top moment of my career, of my life. Right. It's definitely, it's definitely a very exciting feeling and it's definitely uh, a very uh, inspirational moment that keep pushing you to the, to the right direction, to keep pushing you to create more and make more music. So... Another inspiration, maybe, I'm curious on this one, is that you mentioned a fan came up with There's No Party Without Artie and you ran with it. What about your alias Alpha 9? What about that? So, like, did, was that also fan-created, or did you personally create that? No. No, well, <clears throat> I sent Blease, the record that we've mm-hmm. just been talking about, mm-hmm. I sent it to Flush Rover, and uh, I really wanted to get onto the striker label because uh, I've always been a huge fan of Eric Worst, and I think he's an extremely talented producer. And uh, back then, Flesher was like, it, it was hard to get on it. It's like, it was, uh, I mean, it's still a staple, you know, record label for the trans music. But back then, it was like, it was one of the, you know, it was like, when you set up the goals for yourself, it was like, I want to have the track on this record label, and on that one, and on that one. So, that was a bunch of the record labels for me that I wanted to get on, just to prove myself that I'm able to. It was like, with the quality, you know, it was like, with the quality of the music that I'm making. So, I send the record to Flashroom, and I get an answer from them that they do like the record a lot and they want to sign it but there was one tricky part in the contract that they wanted to uh, have the name exclusively for the record label oh. so I didn't want to you know as I like, give away Artie name so I just decided like okay I'm just going to like, come up with something that is not Artie 
and that's how Alpha Nine was born. I don't even remember why, <laughs> but it was it was pretty fast and quick decision. It was like Alpha Nine. Alpha Nine, the great. first thing that came to mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, it was like it, it was like the, my brainstorming was last than fifteen minutes. I swear, <laughs> it was like it was very very fast and natural. Maybe it's tracks i absolutely love save me tonight how did that one come about did that one come about uh, fast and natural too uh no not at all i think so basically save me tonight was written by uh one of my uh by one of my very very good friends michael jade we wrote a bunch of the things together. The first time we got in the studio and wrote the song was back in 2013 mm-hmm. when uh, <clears throat> we were doing the album. And uh, and then there was like, I don't know, it was like four years period when we're, we're not talking to each other because, you know, it was like the way how the studio session goes, the record label sets up the studio session and... Uh, you know, it was like you're sitting with the songwriters every single day with different ones and just knocking out the songs and see, you know, what's happening and what's not. It's, it's hard to stay in touch with, like, amount of the people that you have to work with during the, the album process. But then uh, I had a new music manager uh, who's still working with me, and he's amazing. His name is Brad Vasek. And we started working together back in 2000, I want to say 16, I think, yeah, the end of the end of 2016. And one of his clients is actually Michael Jade, who been uh, who worked together before in the studio at that time. So we did a song, couldn't be better together, mm-hmm. which came out 2018, I want to say. It's hard to it's hard to guide through the years, honestly, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the amount of the tracks that have been putting out. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 2018. And around that time, Michael and Brad sent me the song that was called "Who's Gonna Save Me Tonight." It was basically it was just uh, a very simple piano, and uh, you know, it was like the vocal itself. So. I listened to it and I was like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. And I have like other, you know, it was like 10 to 15 tracks that I was listening to at the same time and I was working on. So that kind of, you know, it was like went a little bit far of my attention. So I thought about this track, it was like, how cool is that? But I never came back to it. And one of the days in, um, it was like, I don't know, it was like, I think it was May uh, 2018 when uh, I was just sitting in the studio and it was like absolutely random process. 
I thought about this record. I opened the stems, I put the vocal in, and I made the main melody. Again, like I think it was like less than 15 minutes period. I was like, holy shit, this is actually is an insane record. We, I mean, that is, that is one but of my I favorite tracks. Thing. It's just one of my favorite tracks. I think it's like one of the best tracks that I've ever made. <laughs> and I did a basic production in a couple of days, and I sent it to uh, to uh, my managers, Brad and Kyle, and they flipped out. I was like, wow, this is, this is our record. It's like, let's go, let's finish it. And the actual finishing process was... Uh, that took a little bit of a time, that's for sure. I think uh, between I started, like when I came up with this melody and when the track was done, it was, uh, it was like six, seven months period of time. <laughs> that that yeah. definitely took a time. Yeah, that took yeah. longer than Alpha 9 for sure. I mean, some of the, you know, like some of the records, they, I don't know, they take one two days just a couple of days some of the records take like entire year to finish right it's uh it's just like the way how the things things go sometimes so let's talk about your latest ep from russia with love yeah one of your uh latest tracks you just released outburst yeah yeah so how'd that one come together well from russia with love is the concept that I came up with last year because uh, you know it's like originally I'm from Russia and uh, I still have it was like all, all of my best friends that I know they still live there and I try to make sure that I go back and see my family and see my friends it was like at least a couple of you know it was like a couple of uh, times a year right and most of my friends are also music producers because some of them were music producers like when I met them some of them were inspired by you know whatever my career was so they wanted to get into that thing too and we were just like showing each other ideas like you know it's like what we've been working on and I made a track with one friend and then I made a track with other friend of mine and then there was four tracks and then it became eight tracks and then i decided like okay it's like now i have to do something with it because like that's a pretty good amount of the tracks and they all so fucking cool so maybe i should come up with a concept where it's going to be much more than just you know it's like releasing those tracks as singles mm-hmm. and maybe make a platform where I can, you know, like show to all my fans that I have incredible, like incredibly talented friends that they should pay attention to because I think those guys, again, it's like they extremely talented. Right. So that's how From Russia with Love came about. It's more than just, you know, it's like it's more than, more than just From Russia with Love EP. It's uh, actually a platform to show off their talents and also give the people the music that is more club oriented. It's like, it's, uh, 
is basically the album that I'm doing for my fans. It's something else you're doing from your for your fans. Um, Private Telegram. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's a cool thing. Yeah. So what is that? That's. Uh, do you know anything about Telegram? Very little. So basically, it's is the messenger, mm-hmm. but very flexible messenger, and uh, it's very well protected and safe, like environment where you can reach out to the people very very easy and very fast. So like if you like subscribe to my personal Telegram channel, right, and I post something, you're gonna get a notification. And I figured that because I, I, I love my fans to death. And the only reason why I'm doing is like all of this, including my music and, you know, it's like whatever I'm living and breathing by, that's because of them. So I figured that it's very cool to have Instagram and Twitter, but to be more in a personal touch with my fans and to give them you know, like the things they've been asking for for years. Like, for instance, I uh, posted the Dropbox link with my uh, VIP mix for London Grammar Hey Now that mm-hmm. people have been asking me for the past five years, four years. And I think that's pretty cool way of communicating with the fans and give them something that they've been asking for for such a long time. Because... Like you cannot really do that on other social media platforms. So this is this is just like the most convenient way, I think. Well, as far as connecting with your fans go, it's it must be pretty hard having to cancel or postpone all these shows. In, in this whole Telegram kind of takes the place of that in a sense, kinda. Well, honestly, it's like that was not made like on a purpose of what is going on right now. Right, right, right. Like we've been talking about it since last November. We kind of like were rolling out the plan and what kind of content we're going to give to the people and it's like, and we want to make sure it's like it's set up properly. So it's not just the one thing when it's like, you know, it's like the post link for like the hangout with VIP mix and then the channel is dead. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of content that is going to happen there, but in order for us to, you know, it's like put the concept content together and make sure that we kind of cover all the bases, it takes time. Right. And very, it's like, I don't know if it's unfortunate timing or not, but it just happens to be that we launched it last week before, uh, uh, actually in the day when uh, the first track from Mushroom Love came out. So with all this time on your hands, what can we expect next from Artie? Is there some new tracks that are going to be dropping? Well, first of all, from Mushwood Love, it's, uh, as I said, it's not just the uh, you know, extended plate. Mm-hmm. It's an actual album mm-hmm. that's going to have 12 records in it. But it comes out single by single. Mm-hmm. So the first, uh, the first part of the album is four tracks, the second part of the album is four tracks and the third part of the album is four tracks. So when every single is, you know, is like came out, we packaged it in the album and we give it to the fans. So 
there you have at least 12 trackers from already coming out this year uh we'll also have a bunch of the singles and very exciting records that you know it's like some of the records i've been working on since 2013 actually oh wow it was like my next single that we wrote with michael jade with the same uh with the same guy that we wrote couldn't be better and save me tonight we wrote that record for the uh for the album but it never came out and i, I was like it took me such a long time to get out of production on this record but one of those nights again is like the way how it went with save me tonight I just, uh, I was in a studio and I think it was like, I don't know, like fifth or sixth version of production that I was trying to uh, do on this record. And I did something that I'm actually amazed myself. And I was super excited. So I, again, I was like, I sent this record to my managers and I sent the record to uh, Michael Jade and uh, the person who sings this record that I cannot say who that person yet. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of a surprise. Gotcha. And so, gotcha. But I, I worked with this person before and he's like, he has insane voice, but basically it was like after six years, I went back and uh, I did a production. Everyone is happy. And I think it's like, this is one of the biggest, like one of the best records that I've ever produced. So that's going to be my next single. All right. We will look forward to that for sure. That's going to be and exciting. Of course, there's a bunch of this stuff for Alpha 9 that is going to happen this year, too. So I think it's like we kind of try to put everything in a calendar and just to make sure it's like we can, you know, it's like we have the tentative schedule. And we can work, let's like work around the schedule. And it was about 25 records this year. Wow. Between two projects. Wow. You've been so, busy. So now I'm in the studio working towards pretty much 2021 at this point. Wow. <laughs> that is, it's, it, it is, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. And, and all of the latest information on Artie, you can find at artieofficial.com, correct? Uh, yes. Awesome. That's great. awesome. Well, Artie, I will let you go. And thanks again for being on the show. I really Thank appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Yeah, and Thank so you. it's DJ What the Egg for Open Mic signing off with this latest edition with Artie.